With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard.com Pop Shop Podcast. My name is Keith Caulfield, and I am the co-director of Charts at Billboard. Joining me, as always, is Billboard.com Senior Editor Katie Atkinson. Hello, Katie. Hi, Keith. How are you doing? I am fine. We're doing one of those things where I'm in London and you're in LA. So we have that weird time delay. Yay. <laughs> one of those crazy things, but we, uh, we're getting pretty good at it, I think. I think so. Um, well, we thank you for tuning in to the Billboard Pop Shop podcast, as always, because the Billboard Pop Shop podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the week's big pop news, fun chart stats and stories, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. This week on the show, we've got big chart news about the Billboard Hot 100, where Katy Perry's Chain to the Rhythm debuts in the top 10, and Rihanna, Bruno Mars, and The Weeknd all get new top 10 singles. Plus, over on the Billboard 200 Albums chart, the Fifty Shades Darker album debuts at number one, while the Grammy Awards shine in the top 10 with big gains racked up by Adele, Beyonce, and more. Plus, oh wait, there's more. Um, We have two interviews this week. Uh, Friend of the podcast, Former Pop Shop co-host and all-around media superstar Tyler Oakley will be here, along with his BFF, Corey Cool. The guys co-host their own podcast, Psychobabble, and they stopped by to talk about their show, and we also get to dish on Tyler's number one diva, Lady Gaga, and uh, we get Corey's thoughts on his favorite leading lady, Katy Perry. We also have an interview with AJR. The Brother Trio has a a very big streaming hit with the song Week, which you've probably heard on one of your Spotify playlists. Plus, they're also hitting the road starting February 22nd. And so we had them stop by and tell us all about uh, their latest hit and what's to come. Um, Well, first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on iTunes so you won't miss an episode and give us a rating or review while you're at it. If you have any questions for us, feel free to tweet us at Keith underscore Caulfield or KAT Atkinson. And if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, visit iTunes.com slash Billboard Podcasts. So before we get to our two big interviews, let's do the chart chat dance. We've got a busy week on the charts. Number one on the Billboard Hot 100 is a song that was performed on the Grammy Awards. It's Ed Sheeran's Shape of You, which 
was not actually nominated for any Grammys, but he performed it on the show. It remains at number one on the Hot 100. Meanwhile, Katy Perry's new single, Change of the Rhythm, debuts at number four, powered by a very good, solid debut in terms of sales and streams and airplay. Uh, The song only came out on February 10th, and then two days later she performed it on the Grammy Awards in its premiere performance. Um, It is the diva's 14th top 10 single, and believe it or not, her first top 10 since Dark Horse hit number one uh, like three years ago. Um, It's kind of weird to think I was looking, uh, Katie, at Katy Perry's chart history, and it just sort of surprised me that Dark Horse was the last song to go uh, top 10 for her, because after that, she had, you know, Birthday, and she had uh, a couple other singles that just didn't seem to work. And so I was wondering, do you feel like Chain to the Rhythm is just sort of setting her up for, like, a very good uh, run-up to the next album? Like, how do you feel the song is sort of setting up the next album in a way? Yeah, I think absolutely. Like, just, it's a really talked-about song in general, right out of the gate. And I also feel like anybody I've uh, been with who's heard it for the first time has been kind of like, who's this? Like, what is this? And intrigued by the song. So I think, um, you know, it's going to definitely, obviously, have the Katie Cats behind it. But I think it also is going to uh, be one of those songs that kind of, you know, transcends, you know, just her fandom as well. So I think it definitely sets her up well for the for the next album. I, I think it does, too. And I think I think you do have a point. Like, it's more than just the Katie Cats that are on this track that are really into it because, it's kind of reaching an audience that perhaps, you know, she wouldn't normally have. And maybe pe- maybe people are paying more attention to it because of its topicalness, because it is, you know, kind of politically minded in a way, purposeful pop, as she puts it. So it'll be interesting to see where the song goes in the next couple of weeks, especially because I think the video just dropped. That could really actually impact the song on next week's chart. So, of course, stay tuned to Billboard.com for all of our forecasting stories and where the song might end up next week on the chart i wouldn't be surprised if it holds but then again if the video itself is super viral it could go to number one so who knows stay tuned and we'll find out elsewhere in the top 10 there are actually three more songs that all reach the top 10 for the first time this week bruno mars's that's what i like climbs 37 to 7 following its performance on the grammys rihanna's love on the brain rises 13 to 8 it was not on the Grammy Awards, but Rihanna was there. Uh, and The weekends, I Feel It Coming, featuring Daft Punk, which was also performed on the Grammy Awards, jumps 16 to 9. Now, for Bruno, this is his 14th top 10, and for The weekend, it's his 6th. Uh, for Daft Punk, by the way, this is their third top 10 single. Uh, they also went top 10 with Starboy with The weekend, and also top 10 with... Um, Oh, Katie, I just forgot the name of the Daft Punk song. Would Uh, it be Get Lucky? Yes, that Get Lucky track. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, that one. Um, So yeah, it's it's a big week for all those artists. And uh, it's also um, a big week because it's time for the chart side of the week. Rihanna's Love on the Brain, uh, which goes top 10 this week, gives the diva her 30th, 30th, top 10 hit she breaks out of a tie with michael jackson for the third most top 10s in the history of the chart Uh, he has 29 top 10s as a solo artist now rihanna only trails two artists with more top 10s the beatles with 34 
and Madonna with a record 38 top 10 hits. Remarkably, out of Rihanna's 57 chart hits so far on the Hot 100, a full 53% of them have reached the top 10. And she's been on an incredibly hot streak in the past year. She's notched four top 10s since February of 2016 with Work, Needed Me, This Is What You Came For, and now Love on the Brain. Uh, So there's your chart stat of the week. Rihanna inches ever closer to the record number of top 10 hits on the Hot 100 as she scores her landmark 30th top 10 hit on the Hot 100 with Love on the Brain. Uh, Back to our regular chart chat for this week. Uh, Let's talk about the Billboard 200 albums chart. The Fifty Shades of uh, Fifty Shades of Fifty Shades of Darker Gray. No, not really. Uh, Fifty Shades Darker soundtrack starts at number one, beating the number two debut and peak of its predecessor, Fifty Shades of Gray. Um, also interesting over on the Hot 100, Zayn and Taylor Swift's uh, single "I Don't Want to Live Forever" uh, from the Fifty Shades Darker album rises to number two on the chart, which beats the number three peak of any of the songs from the first Fifty Shades of Grey album. Uh, On that album, uh, The Weeknd's Earned It hit number three, and Ellie Goulding's I Love Me Like You Do hit number three as well. So that means Taylor and Zayn have now reached a high point for uh, songs from Fifty Shades films (laughs) this week, hitting number two. Elsewhere in the top ten on the Billboard 200, both Adele's 25 and Beyonce's Lemonade come roaring back. Uh, they both jump back into the top 10 uh, following the Grammy Awards. Now, of course, 25 won Album of the Year for Adele, while Lemonade was nominated alongside the set for Album of the Year. Um, notably, uh, during the ceremony, Adele herself called out Lemonade and Beyonce in her acceptance speech when she won Album of the Year, saying that the Lemonade album was so monumental and how Beyonce is the artist of her life. So undoubtedly, uh, not only did Beyonce's performance on the show help trigger a gain for the album, but certainly the talk from Adele about um, how she sort of couldn't accept the award fully for Album of the Year because Lemonade was such a monumental album to her, that's probably generating some conversation and some interest in the album. And folks that maybe hadn't picked up the album or hadn't streamed it yet, maybe they went and got to listen to it for the first time. So... That's a lot of chart chat this week. We had so much to talk about, and I'm sorry that it was one of those weeks where I wasn't in L.A. to like talk to Katie face-to-face about this, because this is one of those times when I normally have a lot of animated conversation with Katie, and I don't have it this week, unfortunately, Katie, and I'm, I hate that. <laughs> well, thankfully, I have zero opinions on any of that chart chat. So, Oh, stop. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Under normal circumstances, this would be a very this would be a very different conversation. It's just different when we're on when we're in different coasts. It's just weird. I feel like I'm just talking to like you know a wall in front of me and a laptop. That's just it's just odd. But well, I can't wait. To, I can't wait to see you next week. Yes, is, is what I'm yes, saying. Yes, I was going to say. Thankfully, we have two interviews on today's show where you and I were both in the room for the interviews, so people will still get to hear us interact with other human beings on today's show. <laughs> yes, there will be there will be actual some real human interaction between Katie and Keith later on in just a few minutes. Yes, because it's time for our guest interviews with Tyler Oakley and Corey Cool and AJR. So first up, we chatted with Adam, Jack, and Ryan 
of AJR about the rising success of their song Week, how they are working on their next album, how writing is truly the hardest part of their music career. And, you know, they also have been, done some writing for other artists. They talked a little bit about writing for Major Lazer and Sean Mendez. And they talked about how Sia has helped guide their career from early on. Also, we talked with them about visiting the White House in January and working with the It's On Us nonprofit organization to fight sexual assault on college campuses and writing a song for the campaign. And coincidentally, one of our other guests this week, Tyler Oakley, happened to also be at the White House with AJR, too. Tyler and his BFF, Corey Cool, dropped by the pop shop to talk about their hit podcast, Psychobabble, and of course, their favorite divas, Lady Gaga and Katy Perry. Plus, we chatted about how Tyler is eager to stay involved with Barack and Michelle Obama's various initiatives from their administration. So here are our interviews with AJR and Tyler Oakley and Corey Cool. Well, hello to Adam, Jack, and Ryan of AJR, and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Um, before we get started, since there are two of us and three of you and our listeners can't see you, can you each just say a quick hello and your name so we get to know your voices a little bit? Sure. My name is Adam. I am Jack. And I'm Ryan. And we're AJR. Amazing. And you're all brothers. Yes, we are. We are it's amazing. Yeah. Funny how that works. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah funny right. how that works. <laughs> they have the same last name and they're brothers. Oh, yeah. my God. Um, well, let's start off with your latest single, Week. It's gotten a huge start on streaming services, especially on the Today's Top Hits playlist on Spotify. And I'm guessing even if some of our listeners might not know the name AJR, they've probably heard this song by now. That is so cool. cool. You know, yeah, that's, cool I mean, that's how about. I feel. Like, when I heard it, I was like, oh, Week, of course. Like, this song's been oh. on Spotify a million times. Yeah, we were just talking about that the other day. Like, as the artist, we don't think anyone knows the song. Like, to yeah. have people say, everyone knows this. Like, we don't know that, yeah, so you know? We're, so we made everything in the living room. We'll probably get to that but we we recorded and produced the whole thing in the living room we still are just at home now and every morning we check spotify and we're at like just about 50 million and it's just a number on there it's so hard to think about that 50 million people have actually heard it i don't know i feel like in some ways it's better not to think about it in some ways you just think about what frame of mind did you get into when writing that song and just keep that frame of mind that kind of hungry um Mentality. Mentality, yeah, that kind of introverted like mentality as opposed to, wow, look at all the success. It's kind of like, let's figure out the core of what made us write that song and keep going like that. So what was your frame of mind when you were writing that song? Um, it was uh, insecurity. I think that that's like a big theme that we have throughout this uh, EP. Yeah, um, we listen to a lot of the music that's on the radio, and it's all about being strong and confident. Right. And it's not necessarily true all the time. I mean, it's great to hear about being strong and confident, but we kind of wanted to write something about the reality of weakness and giving in to temptation. And what's wrong with that? Exactly. <laughs> boy, oh boy, I love it when I fall for that. When I fall for that. <laughs> just go through the whole song. Right? Do you guys find yourself discovering new music through streaming too? Like when you're listening to Spotify Absolutely. or whatever? Yeah, that's like yeah. the number, Spotify, probably the number one place I go to for new music. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, uh, Billboard covered you, I think, for the first time in 2013. Yeah. Um, and it's a little kind of, we were just looking at the articles. I, I remember the article in the print magazine when it came out. And I remember the picture. And we, lo- we looked at it the other day. And now seeing you in front of me, I'm like, okay, two of you have beards. That was, that was very different three so years different. ago. So, so yeah. much has changed in Seriously. the past few years, aside yeah. from the facial hair. But really, that was not even a question. It was just me saying, y'all are a lot older now. You're absolutely right. But that was a crazy story, actually. Yeah. We were coming... You're absolutely right. You are older. <laughs> we were coming back from Australia, was it? 
Or like uh, England. I England, think. you're yeah. right. We were coming back from England, and we went to do this festival in Hastings, New, in Hastings, New York, and we didn't really want to do it because we were so jet lagged and it was on a tiny stage. And we did the festival because you know we committed to it. And one of the editors of Billboard, Bill Wordy, yep. he lived across the street heard the music, came outside of his house, and said, we want to do an article on you. Whoa. Pure coincidence, I, yeah. yeah. I remember that day that it came out, I ran into, like, the nearest store, and the guy got so mad that I was looking through the magazine <laughs> in the store. Get out right now. Like, he literally, oh, really? like, because he didn't, like, want people reading the magazine. I was like, this is me. He's like, I see that that's you, but you need to go right now. <laughs> <laughs> no respect. You're yeah. in the magazine. Yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, you mentioned your EP. Uh, it's called What Everyone's Thinking, and it came out in September. Um, are you planning to include Week from that on your next album as well? I know that that's yeah. the, on we're, the horizon. Yeah, yeah, we're working on our next album right now. We're trying to figure out, I think probably almost all of the EP is going to be continued in the album and, okay. and um, included. Because um, we're really in this frame of mind, like what Adam was talking about. Our frame of mind is, let's write about a whole bunch of stuff that has never been written about in music before. And so those kind of lyrics, I think, are is like a common theme throughout the album. And I think that applies to everything on the EP. Um, yeah. Yeah, but we're writing right now for yeah, the yeah. album. Yeah. So that should be coming out probably around May. Okay, very cool. I, I'm sure that's very exciting. Like, what, yeah. what? how's the writing process going so far for you guys? Um, It's hard. We, we, <laughs> seriously, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I th we were talking about the other day, writing is, like, truly the hardest part of this. And I think especially for us... Um, There's such a good our, quote, by the way. Yeah. Uh, who was the director? The Stanley service? Kubrick? Yeah. He said, uh, a writer is... Wait, ah, what, what, what no, was he was talking about directing. directing. Oh, he was like, "Why does uh, why, everyone finds directing so easy? Why do I find it so hard?" And then the, the right. quote that you told oh, me oh, is the, like, the, "The best writers are the ones for whom writing is the hardest to do." Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's yeah. so interesting to think about that it's kind of easy to write a, a an okay song, but it's mm -hmm. like really hard to put all of these restrictions on yourself and write a song. So let me let me give you an example. So we're we, also not saying we're the best writers at <laughs> all. We're, we're saying yeah. it's just really freaking hard to do. Um, so we write for a lot of other artists as well. So we've written for uh, a couple of Andy Grammer singles mm -hmm. and stuff and for Rachel Platten. And uh, we're in the middle of writing a major laser uh, song for them. Awesome. Yeah. So Nice name drop. Yeah, <laughs> I have to. Um, so w whenever we think to do that, we kind of put restrictions on ourselves. Like, okay, we're writing for Andy. Or no, no let, let me give a better example. We're, we're writing for Shawn Mendes, let's say. Okay, Shawn Mendes, it has to be kind of acoustic. It has to have tempo to it has to appeal to young girls. Young girls have to hear it and feel like he's singing to them. So we kind of put those restrictions on, that's the Shawn Mendes song we're going to write. And then when we come back and write an AJR song, the main restriction that we put is we need to write about stuff that has never been written about before. And that's, that's I, all. I feel like the hardest <laughs> restriction you could possibly right. put on yourself. So that, in that way, it takes a long time to write. And that's why we're not writing 100 songs for this album. We're writing like, 20 songs for this album and then filtering through the best 10 uh, because it, it takes a while and it takes a lot of effort to write these songs. Am I a dummy for not knowing like the Sean Mendes song that you've written for him or was that just we like an written. example? It, 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 it didn't get oh, cut. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, we've written songs for him. He didn't use it though. Well, yeah, exactly. Damn That's it, how it Sean. Goes. Yeah, come on, Sean. Let's go. Come on, Sean. <laughs> he still has it. It doesn't mean that it can't happen eventually. That's true. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sometimes it could take like two years for an artist to be like, oh, okay, I'm going to cut this. Like, right. seriously. Yeah. yeah. 
And you mentioned that you record in your living room. Yeah, yeah. And so even though, you know, the success of I'm Ready and people knowing your name and everything, you still record in a living room. This is, like, still how you like to do things. Yeah, there's something yeah. so great about just being there. Like, when you're in a studio, you, you have to pay per hour. You're rushed to make a song. Your, your creativity is rushed, which is I think is a little unhealthy. Right. And, I mean – with being in the living room, we get up and we're in our underwear and we get to record a song. Like, who else can, can, can say that? You know, exactly. <laughs> and if yeah. you have an idea at three in the morning, you can roll out of bed and be in the place where you can actually write it. And one of those things that we covered in that billboard feature Keith mentioned earlier was that you pretty famously got a huge boost from Sia when you tweeted a song at her early on in your career. Um, his... Have you? Do you still have that relationship with Sia? Yeah, absolutely. She's been sort of like a musical mentor for us. We send her songs, and she gives feedback. And like, what better person to have give yeah. feedback? That's incredible. Yeah. And have you actually had a chance to spend time with her in person? Yeah. So the day after she responded to us on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, she had us meet her downtown at her hotel for for brunch. So we went down there, being these like artists that have never done re- really anything worthwhile in the industry. Yeah. And uh, we That's had so sad. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, sorry, notable in the industry. That's a better word. Yeah. Um, and we had lunch with her, and then it was just so incredible. She was like, "I love you guys, and I like the song, and I'm going to introduce you to people." And she was just nice as could be. She, she told us all of her formulas about how she writes a hit song and stuff. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. And we actually took notes, and we have it framed uh, in our Seriously? apartment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And cool. like, you can like go through her singles, and it's literally every single it has this formula. It's and not. yet, like, she's like the least formulaic pop star. Totally. Absolutely, it's unique. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, and speaking of um, I'm Ready, which was that song that you sent to her, um, that was your first hit on the Billboard Hot 100, actually. Um, what kind of doors did the success of that song uh, and video open for you guys? Um, a ton. We owe pretty much everything to that song that yeah, we have right now. That. Seriously, that 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 was our first group of fans we gained from that song. Yeah, um, we were able to tour a lot from it and open for all these uh, interesting artists. We've because of the song itself. It, it's not you can't really fit it into a genre. I think. I think it has elements of dubstep and SpongeBob and piano and yeah. clapping. It's just like kind of a weird, quirky song. And because of that, I think we were able to open for a lot of artists in different lanes. We did a tour with like Hoodie Allen, the rapper. We've opened for um, Andy Grammer, I'm trying Train, to Demi Lovato. I some, yeah, I was going to say Fifth Harmony, Lindsey Sterling, yeah, yeah. American author. Recently, Ingrid Michaelson, who's yep. like the super legit adult. So I, I think we, uh, we it, it helped open a, a lot of doors for our touring and for our sound because it's because it was so weird. We kind of got to, on our debut album, experiment with a lot of different sounds and figure out what was our favorite avenue to go down yeah and actually speaking of touring you're heading back out on tour yeah we are. yeah um we're... kicking it off in orlando exactly um you already have sold out dates on the tour you've already added more dates in your hometown of new yeah. york yeah. um how crazy is that yeah. we, your fans yeah. are ready to see you clearly yeah we, we just we, we could never imagine that we were we would be a band that could sell out shows it just like didn't really occur to us uh, that... as opposed to selling out shows sell any tickets like <laughs> it's just crazy for an artist yeah. I mean, like, I was saying this earlier, I mean, mean, yesterday, like, we have Netflix now, and Netflix is just the most amazing thing, so for someone to say, I'm going to stop watching Netflix, get in my car, and go (laughs) stand in a room of people to see you, is like, and the fact that we made them do it is just unreal to us, seriously. You've been chosen over Netflix. Uh, Yeah, it feels (laughs) good. Amazing. And you mentioned a bunch of the people you've opened for, Um, you know, going into your own tour, have you kind of learned from those performers, seeing them go out every night and, and do this? Absolutely. Totally, yeah. I, I, I think I'm trying to think of what we like. Uh, we opened for Melanie Martinez. Do you okay. know who yeah. she is? And her show is so kind of otherworldly, alien, like insane. And I think we have learned a lot from her about that people 
now are not going to see a show just to see songs. They're kind of going to see a spectacle and they're going to escape from real life. And I think we've incorporated a lot of that kind of idea in our own way into our show. Um, Ingrid, Ingrid was so funny on stage. She's obviously a fantastic musician, but in addition, all of her banter was just like hilarious. And personable. And personable. And even in the Beacon Theater, you feel like she's talking just to you. Right. Um, so I think stuff like that we just constantly keep incorporating into our show. So that means it's going to be an intimate show with acoustic moments, but also lasers and pyro. <laughs> yeah, uh, and holograms. Not lasers and pyro, but <laughs> on a shoestring budget, right. as close to lasers and pyro as we could get, yeah. So like bad drawings of, 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 fire. of holograms and hot fire. It's good, yeah. Paper mache, yeah. like flames and stuff. Everyone leaves. Like. <laughs> And do you already kind of have it all planned out? Have you been talking all about yeah. what the show's going to be? It's been a really long process for the last two and a half months. We just started from nothing. And like he said, on the shoestring budget, we were like, how can we make this a show that no one's ever seen before? And I think we're doing pretty well. Yeah, we're going to have some cool stuff. We'll There's see what happens. Yeah. A lot of um, bucket drumming. So because oh. we started off street performing, we, we wanted to kind of get back to that those yeah. roots and stuff. Um, and a lot of audience participation where they get to drum on buckets and keep the beats and stuff. So that's, that's just one example fun. of something cool. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, you actually had a big performance at the uh, the White House in early January for a great cause. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So It's On Us is a nonprofit that was started by Joe Biden and Barack Obama um, in their White House. And it's to fight sexual assault, especially on college campuses. And they do a really good job of changing the conversation about sexual assault and really to kind of bring these victims into the light and support them. And so what we did is we wrote a song for them and we called the song It's On Us. And it's actually not coming out until April, but we did an event with them at the White House and we played the song. And the song's actually going to feature us and a bunch of other artists um, to kind of help spread the word about this cause. But having toured the country for the last bunch of years, our main demo is probably that college-age uh, fan. And seeing so many people affected by this and just looking at the stats, it really kind of spoke to us, and it felt like something that we wanted to get involved with. Is news of the It's On Us single already out, and the people already know who's going to be on the track? We can't say who's going to be on the yeah. track. You're right on the now. track. We're yeah. going to be on the track. Yes. yes. But we're yes. trying to get as many artists as possible. So if you guys know anyone. You've, you've you guys want to be on the track. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Great voice. We, we've, we've, we ourselves have been trying to become part of the Recording Academy. Right. So this could be our in. We could actually finally yeah. get that credit on someone's song. Um, uh, maybe, would, would there be the social influencers? Because I know there's a lot of social influencers that were there. Are they on the track? Are you allowed to even say that? Um, or is it like, or probably just nothing not. It's probably going to be mostly singers. Mostly yes. artists, yeah. We'll just start guessing and see what your yeah. face is. <laughs> Rachel Platt. I mean, we're still, yeah. Well, I mean, we're still getting them together. Well, who's your first guest? Rachel Platt. Yeah. She's a friend of ours, so. Maybe. Potentially. Yeah. Barack and Michelle. Yeah, right. Potentially. <laughs> Michelle. Powerhouse vocalist. Michelle had that Missy Elliott song. Anything yeah. is possible. Oh, yeah. That's true. Um, now I'm just rambling about, you know. Actually, you know, we, we actually thought it was interesting when we were looking at the White House gig that you guys did. And we were looking at the last election in 2012. I don't think I only think one of you could actually vote uh, four years ago. Mm. So yeah. was it was it just you? No, we both. Did I vote? I'm trying to remember. You were you were 18. Was I? Oh, so you, both so of us 18 voting. or 19? Whoops. I don't need those questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having a conversation, Katie. Why? Well, I, I just I was going to say it must be important for you guys now to be of that age where you're very sort of politi politically engaged, clearly engaged in you know politics and what's going on mm -hmm. and, and as you've already made clear by appearing at the white house and playing yeah. the song and be part of this initiative 
Um, do you have sort of a general message for fans now in this climate? Not right. necessarily specific to any specific person, yeah. sure. But you know, just you know how important it is to be politically minded and engaged. Ooh. Wow, that's uh, a question. great. No one's ever asked us that before. That sounds like a you thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I would probably say the most important thing is energy right now, and as important as it is to go out and march and fight for what you believe, you need to keep that going because it can't just be a one-time thing, you saying something that you believe and it just goes out there into the ether. You need to keep working for what you want to happen until you actually see it happen. And I stayed as vague as possible. <laughs> but There's a lot to fight for right you can now. Be specific. If yeah. you <laughs> I just try to leave those those questions very general because yeah. I don't want to piss off anybody. Yeah. By right. Questions. Yeah. No, but that I mean t- that was the toughest question. That we had. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> it's it's so interesting because we've traveled to so many states and some very red states and some very blue states and just seeing everybody's different opinions on these issues. There are people who are living so far outside of the New York kind of bubble that we've grown up in. And it's been so such an interesting process for us learning how to relate to those kind of people. And I think, I don't know, I think it would be a really good education for everybody in this country to understand that they where they live and the people that they interact with aren't the only opinions that exist. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nice. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well and said. you'll definitely see that when on you're tour. out on tour. Sure. <laughs> That's true. Um, one final question. Um, uh, with the new album coming out in May, do you think you'll break out some new music, new songs on tour before the album comes out? So that, yeah, that's a, that's a really interesting point. So we are actually selling, um, VIP tickets for the first time ever on this tour. So, and we were surprised that anybody bought VIP tickets <laughs> and we sold out of a bunch of them. When we've done headline shows in the past, we would have the show and meet every single fan that came so if we did like a 600 person show we would sit there and meet all 600 people but I feel like we've elevated to a little kind of a smaller new level you know what I'm saying where we want to do something super special for the super fans yeah so what we're going to do is they're going to come they're going to get a meet and greet they're going to get early entry they're going to get free merch and then we're actually going to play these people who got VIP one of the new songs from the album that nobody else has heard before so yeah it's going to be a cool experience that is very cool and you know, thank you guys so much for coming in today, and please keep us posted on the new album, and, and good luck on the tour. Thank Thanks you so much. much. Yeah. Welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. Tyler Oakley, Corey Cool. Hi. Hi. <laughs> That was beautiful. Was it really? She's such a host. <laughs> the host voice came on. The the host voice. Hello and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. I love that. How's, how's it going, you guys? Oh, we are tickled to be here. It's a hoot and a half up in here. It's a hoot and a half. I'm the half. I'm the hoot. And Corey's the It's hoot. based on height. It's based on height. <laughs> right. Um, well, you are joining us uh, for many reasons. Uh, one, Tyler, you are a returning guest mm. to the Pop Shop Third Podcast. Time. Third time's wow. a charm. It's a charm, Hanny. Um, <laughs> Hanny. Um, a former former co-host of the podcast. Uh, you did. Oh. I'm pretty sure you co-hosted. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guest co-hosted. I was like, 
professionally? I don't think so. Did I erase that from my Wikipedia? <laughs> um, I hope not. No, no, forever. Um, and, it's the first line. And um, Corey, you're here for the first time. Yes, thank you. And I've been begging to be here. I don't think that's true. I sent many a letters. No, you have not. <laughs> I do have to say, though, if there's one person out of the two of us that should have been here first, it's Corey. Corey that- knows every music fact. He well, follows Billboard them, religiously. But a lot of them. But Corey, uh, you are a big sort of chart fanatic i email that guy who works with you guys <laughs> gary, gary trust gary trust i send letters to what? gary's Help mailbox at billboard.com i ask him interesting stat questions have you ever had yours answered oh yeah oh that's incredible oh, yeah. the first one i ever sent he answered and i felt very proud what was of myself. that well it was about rihanna and the weekend cool question <laughs> what I was can... the actual question <sighs> do you remember yes of course <laughs> well it was about how rihanna's song uh, her second single off of Loud went number one before her first single off of Loud went number one. Oh. And then Weekend had something similar happen, but Gary told me that it was similar, but not quite the same. Because the Weekend's first two singles kind of went number one in opposite order, too, but one apparently wasn't really a promoted single or right. something. Well, that's going to happen with um, Million Reasons, and then uh, uh, <laughs> Perfect Illusion will go number one. Got sure. Right. That's how we, we all foresee Perfect it. Perfect Illusion well, from Lady Gaga will still go to number one at some point. Uh-huh. I yep. just get, Me and the industry foresee that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I just get frustrated with artists now who like drop a single and then it doesn't do well. And they're like, well, just kidding. That wasn't really the lead single. It was a promo. It was an in-betweengle. Ariana Grande. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bonnie McKee did that. Not Ju- to shade anyone. Justice for Into You. Truly, I'm on board with mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's mm-hmm. the gay agenda. <laughs> we're we're keeping we're keeping this music focused. Sorry, yeah, please do. No, please we should. Do. That's the whole point. Um, well, I don't. I'm not. I, we just got sidetracked by all that, which is wonderful. All that the hit Nickelodeon show. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all that. Now, did that chart? So That's you know a all I'd that, like but know. not Alex Mack. I, the like TLC theme song from all that. Yeah, is that did it chart? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it charted. charted. I don't think so. <laughs> it was kind of a wild back. Well, t- Tyler that. and Corey, who you may know from social media and elsewhere, um, are also the hosts of a competing podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, your only competitor. You forgot to say award-winning podcast. <laughs> Um, wait, you did. What, what, what did you win an award for? It's called Psychobabble, by yeah. the way, which we did not say. It's been around for, what, like more than 100 episodes? True, yeah. We've done um, it for a minute. And it just, uh, but before we get to it, well, tell me what the award is. Well, we won best uh, at the podcast awards. We oh. won best LGBTQ plus podcast. Oh, well, congratulations. We're gay. So. Spoiler. <laughs> Can I enter that Get because that one half of us is gay? Yeah, yeah there you go. The, listen, the podcast <laughs> awards, like, they'll let you do whatever you want. Sure. <laughs> okay. It's in Vegas. <laughs> did That's you, how you, did know you go it's and fun. accept your award? Oh, of course we, we did. Of course yeah. you did. We went for the buffets and the blackjack. I just had money to win. Where, so it happened to be in Vegas. I was like, well, where was the, Where was this award show at? Like at the convention center? Like I don't want to name the hotel because it was not a nice hotel. It was very <laughs> loud in the hallways. They were construction. I'll oh, never forget. Yeah, that's annoying when they're doing construction <laughs> in the hallways. How was I to give my acceptance speech? <laughs> With competing noise? <laughs> I think not. Um, Psychobabble, the yep. hit podcast, uh, just also... <laughs> That sounded like shade. No. Continue. It's very hard to keep on track with the two of you. I'm so sorry. This is what happens when we're recording. We we go the path it takes us. This is making me realize that there should be podcast charts on Billboard. (gasps) I'm literally right here. (laughs) 
if you need me to host oh it every God. week. Do you want to help facilitate that? Yes. <laughs> if you can guarantee us number one. Yeah. No, that is not how our charts is that work. How the billboard works. <laughs> I'm kidding. Alternate no. facts. Um, Psychobabble recently premiered um, sort of in a newfangled version yeah. via the full screen app. Yeah. Because um, used to it just be it used to just be an audio only adventure Mm -hmm. like as podcasts are Mm -hmm. an audio thing and now you have entered into the world of video which kind of makes sense because we're we're used to experiencing you in the visual medium in the first place that's how most people got to know the both of you was you know certainly primarily through youtube and of course you've both expanded your universes but i think it's interesting you started with audio and now you've switched over to video with the with the podcast why is that why did you want to do that well when we first started doing the podcast uh it was an opportunity for us to i guess share ourselves in a different way it was much less edited than a video much more longer form um and given that it's audio it's a one-on-one experience in your headphones uh during your commute it just felt like a different way to approach our viewers um and then now two years later it it felt like you know we've done 100 episodes they've listened to 100 episodes we kind of wanted to give it a brand new life um, and so while it continues to be exactly what it's always been, now there's a cherry on top aspect of you can watch it if you want to watch it, and you can get that episode a week early if you go through the full screen app. So it's it's very much like nothing's changing, but if you want the deluxe version, you can get it on full screen. If you want to watch the two of you right. together. Right. Like, does, are you promising, like, costumes and song and dances? <laughs> Shenanigans, really. You can see us hug live. There's so much that happens visually that is going to be fun and exciting when it comes to themed episodes, when it comes to special guests. If we play games, sometimes we've done that, but, like, we have to kind of set the scene is that, for is people that, listening. Because I don't think – do you normally have guests on the podcast? I don't think you Every did. so often. Uh, it's, like, once a quarter, maybe. Okay. So we, is the, By no means is that, the like, the reason for the podcast. Is the hope that now with full screen you will have sort of more capabilities to have – have no. guests on the show? <laughs> no. No? It's no. just truly, still the two of you. Truly, it's, we figured out that there's an episode going live on my birthday this year, so I wanted Tyler to throw me a birthday party on camera for Oh, that would be minutes. good. That makes sense. That's really why we're doing it. We're not quite sure if we're going <laughs> to do that, though. <laughs> we over here. <laughs> the half part of the hoot and a half. Yeah. The, the other, still thinking. The, the other half of the show mm. <clears throat> says, maybe not. Maybe. Oh. Tune in. Maybe it's a surprise, and he doesn't want you to know about it. I can't wait. Maybe it'll happen a week early, and you won't even be expecting it's it. too late we already recorded that episode maybe it'll, maybe it's already <laughs> happened um the topics on the show uh sort of are all over the place i mean is there do, do you are they timely in any way like do you reference like certain things that are happening like would you do an episode around like the grammy awards or would it just be like let's talk about blah whatever. well as you're listening to this what day does your podcast come out tuesdays, tuesdays. so does ours oh. so competing, competing podcast. Podcast. as you're listening to this as it came out right now our podcast just came out with a new episode all about the Grammys. Yeah. Oh. So if you want to hear our take on everything music that happened, whether it's Adele versus Beyonce. Or the c- reviewing my coverage of the red carpet for Billboard. Right. That was, I mean, right. that was the first 20 minutes. Thank you. Yeah. You know, uh, Katie was in the press room at the Grammy Awards, and she talked to Adele. I asked Adele a question. It was a big moment. Did you make eye contact? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, we were, it, it was just her and me having a combo <laughs> after Whoa. I asked that wow. question. It was, it was incredible. And I don't know why I came back to work after that. Because no. I feel like after I probably that, should just like retire. Did you change your Twitter bio? Yeah, I did not. Adele I spoke to me. <laughs> Adele made eye contact with me. Just that's, FYI. that's a great Twitter bio. <laughs> that's not bad, actually. I'm going to steal that. It'll yeah. be there by the time this airs. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, we, uh, I think to answer your question, we do go all over the place. 
Um, some episodes just like this this guest right. interview. Right. Some episodes are like uh, pop culture relevant, so it'll be about what happened that week in pop culture. Some some are about you know feuds in Hollywood or conspiracy theories, or li- an episode can just be about what we were up to that week. Um, so it really depends. Um, is it is it so? I think I feel like I can, it's safe to compare what you're doing with the podcast in full screen, kind of like what you did with your. Um, Ellen Tube show in a way where in a way. it's like because that because you can get that on Ellen Tube first and then a week later it's on YouTube so it's sort of like if you want to get a it's little an bit early exclusivity window for yeah. a different type of content for me right um, what I love about the podcast though is it's no holds barred is that the expression yeah yeah um, and it's, it's not Corey the other thing you were thinking no nose hole nose holes nose barred <laughs> that's a good piercing that's what they can call that nose um, barred. Corey and I, I just feel like we have we have always been giggly together for no. as long as we've been friends, <laughs> and so we were like, why not just like record it? It's been nice too because <laughs> our friends from home and our family members who have listened have said the podcast is the truest form of what it's like to hang out with us, right? Which a lot of our friends originally didn't understand the whole YouTube thing, so it it was interesting to get that feedback for them to be like, we get the podcast. It's literally like riding in a car with you for thirty minutes. That's just how you two are. <laughs> is, there, is there much editing in the podcast? No. Is it pretty unfiltered? Oh, it's unfiltered. No holds barred. It says right in the in the title, unfiltered. Does well, it? I mean, do you, but do you like set like a, <laughs> unfiltered gossip? Half oh, hour I guess I, I was like the title's psychobabble. Any who's a calls? That's why he's the. <laughs> half I'm the brains. Who. He's the bra. Or wait, no, okay. I'm the brawn. Yeah. He's the brains, then? Well, yeah, look at the muscles. You guys at home can't see, but on full screen, you could. <laughs> Whose muscles are we looking at? Mine. Oh. Take a gander. I'm, I'm looking. Take them in. <laughs> Check out those stems. Veins. Skin. Muscle. Sinew. Sinew. <laughs> Let me introduce you to these muscles. I was going to say, I'm like, I'm, I should be looking for some vascularity. But... Ma'am. <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> So yeah, if only this was on video. I know. Are you guys? That would be great. They'd be living. You should you should watch our Facebook Live. It's archived on our Facebook. <gasps> you can check that out. And it's truly iconic. Yes, it was. When the aliens find us, and that's the only thing left on Earth, they'll really get a glimpse into humanity. And when they look at Facebook, <laughs> when they find our specific Facebook Live. Oh, yes, that's, that's all. The that's the only thing that survives. Mm-hmm. Um, Twinkies, let's, that. Uh, because because we're Billboard, mm, um, and because we're music, and because we know that you are fans of uh, La Divas. Um, Tyler's number one diva is Lady Gaga. Yes. Corey's number one diva is Katy Perry. That's true. There is much news happening currently with for both, for both divas Ugh. uh katie perry of course just released a brand new single chain to the rhythm buy it on everywhere buy, uh, <laughs> just buy it just buy it don't stream it just buy it yeah get the single well get the single you know cassettes are coming back buy it then stream it i did it, both stream it. yeah i bought That's it how I and then I, I it's playing on my on streaming loop right now, just so on loop to get the count what, now, what, now, the charts. now what is that helping <laughs> No. What do you what I'm not even sure what you said, but I'm gonna say he's, no to it. He's streaming it in a loop. That is helping. It, my computer's just sitting open in my living room. Stop it. Playing no, it's it not. on repeat. Yeah. It's not. But okay. Imagine. I did that imagine. with perfect illusion. That's how million reasons went number four. No. <laughs> Don't drag me into this. Let's get back to the single. What okay. do you as an as a Katy Perry fan and yes. expert, what do you think of the song? It is specifically a kind of 
political adjacent song. She made no bones about that on the Grammy Awards when she did her performance and ended it with "We the People" yeah. behind her. What did you think of this of, of the song and and the performance of it on the Grammys? I was really well. I'm always rooting for her. I, I always get a little nervous when she sings live, so I was excited to see her do so well at the Grammys. And I Tyler said he didn't love the first part of the performance visually here's, but here's why because i thought that house was giving me home improvement but broken down barbie like i saw someone tweeting Maybe that, that was it on was like, but but so then when was but like then when it was exposed she's Wilson. Wilson. Well, Wilson. Well, somebody was did like, go up but yeah. here's what i liked about it is when it showed that all the people were holding it up i was like why does that look jankety it was because people were like it was holding a big it. puzzle so now that i get the grand scheme of the performance if i re- were to rewatch it i would appreciate it a lot more i was just distracted because i was like why does it look like that why does that house look I was, weird i was into it i was I into like the outfit, I was glad she was dancing. She looked like she was having fun. I thought she sounded great. Was what the outfit you, a nod to Hillary? Yes, of course. What do you Can't think about suit. the song itself? I do really like the song. Um, I yeah, I mean, I was waiting at my computer for it to turn nine o'clock so I could listen to it Thursday night. Do you, Do you think it's just a shade like too political or preachy oh, in any no. way? No, I think the. No, there's plenty of people who won't even think it's political at all, I think. Well, yeah, they're going to be dancing like who a zombie. just mindlessly right. dance they're to it. Katie like, was really annoyed by that line. I was, She's like, like, well, I was like, am I a zombie for enjoying the song and just listening to it and like loving pop music? Yep, you are. <laughs> okay, cool, just raise fine. your drink up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> fine, Put I accept those it. rose-colored glasses on. I accept on. it, mm-hmm. yes. That's fine. I mean, I'm into it. She's, I saw her tweeting that the whole era is going to be about purposeful pop so i'm interested to see how that translates into the rest of the album mm. that was in response to a billboard writer's tweet yes I saw, jason uh, lichett, they, they jason said, lichett said yeah he called it woke pop saw, yeah. she said purposeful the, pop. the og pop shopper jason lichett mm-hmm. i really preferred woke pop to be honest well i thought what a great tweet that person yeah, yeah <laughs> I mean, but to call yourself woke is a bit like girl nobody's Maybe she didn't want to embrace I mean, that like, for herself. Yeah, that's like yeah. calling yourself pretty. Like other people call you, <laughs> other people call you pretty. You don't. You say, call I'm yourself pretty. pretty all the time. Well, because I, well, because I, you know, I. You do yeah. have great skin. <laughs> Thank you. And look at all the muscles. Well, I didn't want to say it myself. <laughs> Purposeful muscles. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, turning to your number one diva, she's mm. she's very busy lately. Um, made a storming uh, comeback. Some could say on the Super Bowl after a couple months of sort of being dormant in sort of the, the pop culture landscape, Lady Gaga came roaring back on the Super Bowl, did six songs, universally loved, I think. Um, and then right after that, she released a new music video. She performed at the Grammy Awards with Metallica, blew the roof off the place. She walked past me on the red carpet, mm. and there was so much underboob. It was amazing. Yes. <laughs> How do you feel about Gaga right was now? competing with your underboob? <laughs> yeah, so much underboob. Um, how do you feel about Gaga right now and where she's at and, uh, you know, where you think she's going for the rest of the year with the tour and everything? Well, I th- I think to think about this era, you have to also take into consideration how she handled other eras. So you think about Born This Way, where there was like the longest lead-in countdown ever, where she was calling it the album of the generation. Mm-hmm. That's a bit of a like a building it up. It's like calling yourself woke. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then you have things like art pop, where it's a lot more of the gimmicks and stuff and the looks and the craziness and then this it, this era has felt like a slow cooker right where they're giving us little uh moments to remember like oh she can sing like the sound of music moment like i mean all of us know she can but middle america has been kind of been given yeah. snippets of okay super bowl she has all the hits she performed all of her like singles um you have the collabs with like tony bennett and with 
Metallica, oh, she can perform with Legends. So all of these have kind of been building up to like reminders of yeah. you're in the presence of a pop legend. Right. And then leading into, you know, going on tour, it's like, okay, well, I, I think everything's working for her at this point. Right. Especially compared to how art pop was received. Um, I loved Joanne. You're ready for the Joanne ball. I am <laughs> on board. I'm, I got my rhinestones, honey, my pink hat. Have you, you you said that you've interviewed her like very, very briefly before. Is that correct? Or you just met her once? I met her. Um, it was at the Vanity Fair Oscar party. Oh, you were doing the, like a red carpet for them, right? So I did the, the red carpet for them, and she just walked right by. She did not stop. Um, oh. But then I got to go into the party, and I was like, you know what? She's right there across from me in the room. I need to go say hello. And it's a room where it's like George Clooney's to your left, Carly Rae Jepsen's to your right. Tyler like, Oakley's in the front legends. of you. All the Yes. Um... So I, I go legends and I say, only. Legends only. Carly Rae Jepsen. Um, so I go over. I say hi. My name's Tyler. I'm a huge fan. She's like, I know you. You're on billboards all over town. She was so sweet. And, and you she- said, I know you, Gaga. You're all over the Billboard charts. <laughs> I, no, I didn't say that. Damn. It was last year. So don't be Joanne. like that. <laughs> don't. Um, but she was so nice, and I, I, I think my n- number one favorite thing about a celebrity, or n- m- my favorite thing a celebrity can be is like present when you're talking to them because there's a million distractions there's a million things there there's a million on. reasons there's a million reasons yeah <laughs> truly um so she, to have just a moment with her and she was just like very there and talking only to me and like it just felt like she was there um maybe you can get her great. on psychobabble maybe Fingers maybe crossed. don't think that we have not asked her to be on this pop shop podcast i don't know why she wouldn't she's busy it truly is legends only you she, have like we had Incredible Kelly Clarkson guests. last week. I saw, and I was jealous. Dude. Kelly Clarkson? We were so pumped. Kel- Kelly is great also. Isn't Collegend. she so Collegend. Collegend. <laughs> um, before we let you go. Um, so I w- soon. Well, you know, I mean, we're, we're coming up on Whatever. The, we're coming up on the amount of time that we. <laughs> we get it. You hate us. <laughs> a predetermined <laughs> amount of time. Man, predetermined amount of time that we have been allotted. <laughs> um I want to know, and, and we're kind of, partially because we're, we're marrying your interview with another interview in this episode with an artist that um, you were actually present with at the White House earlier this year. Um, it's a band called AJR, mm. and they were at the White House as part of uh, the It's On Us yeah. initiative, and they were talking about how they're working on a song as part of the initiative, and they mentioned... Being there, and I said, "Wait, I think Tyler Oakley was there." Yeah, and they're like, "Oh yeah, he was." So I was just, I was just curious as as to your involvement um, in that because you've been to the White House a couple times now. You've yeah. interviewed Michelle Obama. You've got to hang out with Barack. You know, your besties, your BFS, legends only, <laughs> BFS <laughs> with the Obamas. Um, are you still um, like actively working with the Obamas and and sort of working with these campaigns now that the administration has changed? Well, they're currently on vacation, living their dang best life. They're right. hanging out as they deserve. <laughs> Um, but I'm eager to stay involved with them. Uh, I know that they were super involved. I mean, Michelle herself was involved in a lot of higher education work, mm-hmm. and we worked together on things with that. Um, I love that video with you and Sonny and Bo and Michelle. Oh, I know. It's so cute. So and like, great. it just looks like I'm actually watching like real moments with you and Michelle Obama. I just loved I, I loved that administration. I loved working with Hillary. I love... And you interviewed Staying, Hillary Clinton like the yeah. day before the election. Yeah, like I saw. I'm like, oh Didn't my. Didn't quite help, but well, it's a pretty good get though. I it mean. was it was an honor for me because these are people that I really look up to who are trying to make the world better, and especially now when a lot of people are discouraged, um, there are still opportunities to help or get involved. 
locally or you know with organizations nationwide or even worldwide that are trying to do good um, despite <laughs> what is happening in that one particular house in the country. <laughs> um, so yes, I'm eager to stay involved with Michelle and Barack. Michelle and Barack, uh, the Obamas. Um, <laughs> Did you call her Michelle when you when I you said, hung out with her? Did you call no, her Mishmish? No, I would never. I said, <laughs> what did I call her? Uh, what do you call uh, Mrs. Call Obama? Miss, Lotus. I think, you call, yeah, but you have to call them like like Mrs. First, first Lady, Miss Miss First Lady. You do get it, like, oh, there's prom. a protocol. You, yeah, yeah. You, there's protocol. With Miss it. First Lady. Mrs. First Lady. Maybe I don't know, Miss Lady. First Lady. How do you Miss not lady? know? You were there. You've talked to her. I can't quite recall. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. Are you I just like? Get, are you I just making get, this up now? I didn't. Yeah, I'm making okay. it up. Okay, no, during lying. one of our videos, I shushed her playfully because she was like, "Oh, I love you." I was like, "Oh, shush!" And then people were like, "You can't shush the first lady." I'm like, "Girl, what are you talking about?" I don't know. No, that that first people inter- get touchy about protocol. The, the, the first interview you did, which is, I mean, they're both great. The first one, I remember you said that it was like at the outtake at the what end. Do you think? It's like you do you, and she goes, like, "I'ma do me." I'ma do me. <laughs> I just right. loved. I love both of them because they just are so, like, approachable in every sense. They they could be at the high school football game. They're that type of friendly, you know. Yeah. Um, while there's some elected officials that are touted as like oh just a, a person for the people like Trump was and you can even imagine him like talking to a human I don't know <laughs> tell us how you really feel I hate him <laughs> I didn't really think you were going to respond to that I wish him the best and I hope he does well for the country um, well we should probably get going um, I mean we can hang out forever but you probably have to go and do stuff um uh, Go ar- get arrested, I'm sure. <laughs> th- things I did not mention that you have coming up or that are actually out. You have your Breakup Jams compilation album that yeah. you did that you curated for Heard Well. It's your third one. Proceeds benefit Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. Um, and purposeful pop, if you will. Purposeful pop. And uh, I look forward to more compilations from you in the future. I look Thank forward you. to more Psycho Babble from the both of you on Thank full you. screen, as well as all wonderful podcast providers. Mm. And uh, we can continue to follow you on social media and elsewhere. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming by, you guys. Thank you for having us on. We're this was huge a hoot fans. and a half. Hoot and a, you know, I'd call it two full hoots <laughs> at this point. Gosh dang. <laughs> if y'all like this episode, be sure to leave it a review on iTunes and say two hoots. And we'll know two you came hoots. from this episode. <laughs> thank you. Bye. 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 Thank you so much to AJR and to Tyler and Corey for stopping by the pop shop and chatting with me and Keith and for talking about their, uh, you know, their political involvement as well, which is kind of cool that they have that in common. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't expecting um, really either conversation to turn political and they and they sort of did in, you know, in a in a sort of new, well, neutral ish way. Tyler wasn't very neutral. He was very he was very open about his feelings about the current administration. Um, but yeah, we kind of stumped AJR there at the end of their interview where they're like, oh, we've never been asked that before. That's a little bit unusual. So um, yeah, our interviews kind of had a political tinge to them this week, but um, that was a, it was just a funny coincidence that they both worked out that way. So we were thrilled to have all the guys come in and chat with us. And um, I believe we have come to the end of the show, Katie, unfortunately. Um, ah, uh, I know. Um, any parting words? Any final thoughts? Any 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 souvenirs? You want me to pick you up while I'm here? I'd like a tiny Big Ben to come back to the office 
and okay. <laughs> and um, it'll be lovely to have you back face to face next week. Um, I, I think it will be for our listeners too, because I'm sure this is going to be interesting to listen to. I keep saying that. I think I'm just trying to like dampen, like you know, like you know, it's like don't worry, it'll sound better to, to, <laughs> next week. Um, well, what song should we go out on on this uh, post Grammy? Uh, episode post 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 Grammy episode maybe one of the 53% of Rihanna's hot 100 hits that has hit the top 10 oh well which Rihanna song would you like to pick out of all of her many top 10 hits out of her 30 top 10 um I love Rihanna very much but I'm gonna go with rude boy well that's still a Rihanna song why why would you say I'm gonna go with that one like it's a runner-up or something so I'm just saying there's so many to choose from but I love that one so that's what I'm choosing okay we'll go out on rude boy and uh we'll see you guys next week bye come on rude boy boy can you get it up come on rude boy boy is your big Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.